Okay, guys, very welcome back to the show. And I've got a very special guest on the show today. Her name is Whatever Whatever Amy. And today we're <laughs> going to talk about her journey in the online world and how she's kind of blown up ever since she started, I suppose. It was it all started with Twitter, which is what I've researched yeah. before, and we'll get into that in a moment. So talk to me about like how this thing just blew up and where it all began. Yeah. So I kind of started dabbling in Twitter, you know, around 2015. Um, and it was just really kind of like an outlet for me just to kind of, you know, um, just put my thoughts out there and all these like weird things that I would observe in life and my commute to the city and the disgusting people I would see. So I would just start tweeting and, you know, it just kind of gained momentum. I guess people found humor in my angst or uh, so found joy in it. So it, my Twitter just really grew and grew and grew steadily every year. And um, that's just kind of how it all began. And now I have like 200,000 followers on Twitter and I'm, it's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. So when, <laughs> when you were kind of building up, building up the Twitter did you start the YouTube shortly after that or what way did kind of YouTube factor into no, things? No, I started YouTube uh, maybe like two years ago and I wanted to do it as kind of an extension of my Twitter page because people were always asking me questions about, you know, what was I cooking or, you know, just different things about my life, um, you know, my favorite music and sports teams. So I would always do these little short video clips on Twitter and I call them Saturday speeches and I would answer like two or three questions. And so I, I, I kind of started my YouTube as an extension of Twitter and just a little bit more into my life. Um, you know, I do cook on there. I do, you know, I try on clothes to go to a wedding or something. And um, I do a lot of answer questions. So it's a, a big variety of different things. And um, I don't really post as much as I, I should. I'm a little lazy with it, but um, you know, that's been really fun too. Yeah, and it's got, I was just checking before we went on, 41 million views you're on, on YouTube, which is crazy. <laughs> I don't even, I didn't even know that. <laughs> I'm the yeah, laziest well, you YouTuber <laughs> ever. <laughs> I like don't even and it looks realize. Like, yeah, it looks like from your videos, whether you be like trying on dresses, doing different things, you're just living your life, really. Yes, I am. And, um, you know, it's just... I'm trying to turn this alarm off on here. Sorry. Um, so it's just, yeah, I'm just kind of doing my everyday stuff. That's totally like, you know, me, you, whatever I, uh, if I'm going on vacation, let's pack my suitcase and figure out what I'm going to wear on vacation. And, you know, this is what I, I make as a side for dinner, you know, just all these different like random things. I, I, um, have this company that sends me this box of international treats every few months and I taste these crazy treats from all over the world, you know, spicy things, weird things. And I have a good time doing that as well. It's just something different. Yeah. And they, they send you these things to kind of get your reaction and your opinion on them, obviously because of yes. your growth and following. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's advertising for them and I think it's really fun and I've tried some very interesting things. I haven't gotten an Ireland box yet, but, um, <laughs> we'll have we'll to sort see. that it'll be just be guinness and whiskey well, then we're good because i have that already yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so with the with the youtube stuff then as well like obviously we just said you're kind of just 
living your life going through the motions mm-hmm. and putting this stuff out there and what do yeah. you think was it about your personality that hooked people in to wanting to know more i think the fact that i'm the same person online as i am in real life and i you know i everything's not always you know prim and proper or perfect you know i make fun of myself i i see the reality and and in humor and um i'm just really i guess maybe very relatable um you know and i i'll chat with people and just you know kind of have a good fun time with it about life but i'm i'm very real and i feel like people you know appreciate that Mm-hmm. So how did it go from YouTube then into, we'll say, the OnlyFans side of things? So that is, you know, an interesting story. So, you know, I, people had always been asking me to buy my pictures on Twitter and, you know, and I'm like, I really wasn't posting anything crazy. Um, so yeah. I decided I was going to, I saw these, you know, beautiful women and funny people that I um, followed and they had an OnlyFans. And I was like, oh, well, you know, maybe I should give it a try and, you know, see what happens. What's the worst that could happen? I could totally bomb and humiliate myself. So I, you know, kind of stockpiled a bunch of content and put it out there and it blew up and it's been crazy ever since. Yeah. Do you find that side of things very time consuming or what kind of content do you put out there for your fans? Like, can they talk to you on a one-to-one basis? Cause I know there's different tiers and systems to only fans. Um, you know, I do offer a variety of things and I have a great time with it. It's, you know, very freeing for me. I've always been a very sexual person. So I really enjoy that side of things. Um, but you, my, my advice is always if you want to be paid like a business you have to treat it like a business so you do have to you know commit the time and the you know the creativity and really kind of figure out who your audience is and you know hone in on that and that's how you can kind of stay successful i mean everyone can get new followers you got to keep people and keep their interest and again for me it's being real it's you know chatting with them and sharing it it's a fun space and that's been, you know, very helpful for me. Yeah, because the one thing I, I always too. ask people when they're on it, <laughs> <laughs> I'd imagine that that's that really does that's help. That's a big help. The one the one thing I always the one thing I always ask people, and maybe you've just answered the question there, was like, mm-hmm. how do you carve out your niche? How do you carve out like a space in that world for yourself? Because it's so uh, there's yeah. so many people on it, like it's very hard. Yeah. I think the good thing about these subsites and why people are drawn to them, because let's face it, there's news and porn everywhere for free. It's connecting with that one person. And I feel like for me, I was very lucky. I already had 100,000 followers on Twitter when I started my OnlyFans. So people kind of moved over from Twitter to there because they were very curious about me and that side of me. And people message me all the time and they're like, wow, you know, I've followed you for so many years on Twitter and here you have an OnlyFans and this is amazing. Like this is such a different side. I never would have expected this from you. And, you know, there it's even more of, you know, a connection. Yeah. And in, in terms of OnlyFans as well, like, is it just yourself or is there 
is there like other there's people others. involved or is it just you? <laughs> there's others, yeah. Okay. And yeah, there's no, that we can't give away any hints. I'm sorry? Okay. Any hints for people, any hints for people that may be thinking of subscribing, what they can expect there? Yeah. I mean, I offer, you know, nudes, lingerie. Um, I do a topless Q&A on there, just like my old Saturday speeches. I offer boy, boy girl videos, girl girl videos and solo. Um, but we just have a lot of fun over there. And it's a place for, you know, people can share their pictures and videos with me and, you know, talk about different things. I mean, I, it's not even all just sex. I, like, I have people that will treat recipes in the DMs. Like it's a fun, you know, space for everybody just <laughs> to kind of do everything. I mean, it's mostly sexual, but I have a great time with the recipe people too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and there was another one. I think it was at Fansley as well. Is that you on Fansley? I have loyal fans, and I'm also on Playboy Centerfold. Yeah, they're very. What's the difference? The same. The loyal fans is just a different platform. Um, I feel like it's a little more user friendly than OnlyFans, Um, and you can, you know, be a follower and just kind of see like Instagram type pictures, or you can subscribe and see the same content that I have on OnlyFans. It's the same on both. And then Playboy Centerfold, they don't allow anything triple X. So it's just nudes and lingerie over there. So that's a little, um, a little different, but to be, you know, involved with that iconic brand is such an honor. I, that's great for me. Yeah. That's, that's one thing I definitely wanted to ask because like, that's, that's a huge brand. How did that come about how did you get in contact or how did they get in contact so, with you for, um, for that? someone I knew was involved with them and you had to apply um, and be selected so um, you know and it was just starting out that they were going to have this platform and so you know you had to kind of go through this little process and you know submit photos and go through a whole application process and if you were accepted then you'd be a bunny and it opens a lot of other doors within the organization for Playboy because they have so many different facets now, like online, cyber girls. It's not just, you know, print anymore. Mm-hmm. So do you think you'll go into working in other avenues potentially with them then in the future? I would love to, if they ask me, absolutely. But you know, that's, it's a very competitive market and let's face it. I'm not, I'm no spring chicken anymore. So <laughs> It's uh, the age I, is creeping up. That's happening to everyone. But what I always say is there's a market for everyone online. And that's, that's that for sure. No matter what age, no matter what. True. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And um, back to, back to the, the business side of OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of girls were thinking about leaving it. Maybe it was a few years ago. There was a, uh, something went on. I can't exactly oh, yeah. remember what happened, but there was a lot of people so, kind of trying to jump ship. Was that, there was a huge, yeah, go ahead. I, oh, um, there was a big thing with the credit card companies because they didn't want to be a part of any type of sex work. So um, OnlyFans decided they weren't going to have any type of, you know, sexual content on their platform. Well, that's what it's known for. So people were like freaking out that their business was about to get shut down and no one was prepared for it. And it really opened the avenue for other people to, to, for people to explore other platforms like loyal fans and and things like that. But that was a a weird time for people. And I I know a lot of people that depend on that income. So if it had shut down, like they thought it was going to, it would have been devastating for some people. Yeah, they they kind of backtracked on that very quickly, though, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, there are billions spent on OnlyFans, and I can't imagine that they would want it. But they did; they do have a very, very strict set of rules now. 
Um, so it's like I said, it's, it's not very user friendly. So, you know, I don't know how long everyone's going to stay as their main, main platform. Yeah. What kind of rules have they implemented then? So making it difficult for you guys. So, you know, there's different things you can't, you know, the, obviously no bestiality, but if you say your pet happens to like walk across the screen, <laughs> you get flagged as if the cat was involved in your, <laughs> you know, thing. And like certain things are just like, really? Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's pretty damn strict. Yeah. <laughs> and have you, have you found that they're kind of, have you found that their fees are kind of trying to squeeze more out of creators or do you find that you're kind of getting more than you have been over the last no, few years? No, it's always been 20%. So they take 20%. That's how it's always been since I've been on there. Mm -hmm. That's a significant chunk though as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and they, the, some of the rules really do restrict you from making more money. Like you can't do any outdoor, um, you know, nudity or anything like that. Cause what if somebody who wasn't expecting to see you nude or a minor, you know, sees you by accident. So they don't want to take any chances. You can't do anything outside. And that's a big platform for people, you know? So that's a way of keeping things creative, but you got to watch that. <laughs> yeah. What's the strangest request that you've ever got? Um, I don't really get too many weird requests. Um, you know, I didn't realize how big the feet market was. I do get a lot of requests for toes and feet and things. Um, so that was definitely a learning curve for me. Um, but I don't really get too many, you know, people will ask, you know, are you into like BDSM or something like that? And, you know, if I'm not into it or it's something that I don't do, I could, I usually will say like, oh, I have a friend who does, I can make an introduction, that kind of thing. Um, but I don't really get too many. I've had a few people ask for P videos too, which I didn't know was a thing. <laughs> I was very naive. Mm. <laughs> that goes back to what I said. There's a market for everyone and everything. Yeah. And I would never kink shame anyone, you know, especially it's, you never know what you're going to get. And it's interesting learning about what turns people on, um, you know, just things that people like armpits, people have a thing for armpits. I get a lot of requests, you know, raising my arms so people could see my armpit, um, which I had no idea about. So it's interesting learning what kind of makes people tick. Yeah. So like you, have a massive following across all your platforms mm -hmm. do you find that maybe sometimes it's it's hard on these platforms like like you mentioned there with only fans flagging certain things but have you ever had any problems with different platforms like TikTok and, and maybe instagram and things like that been giving me a lot of, well my instagram got shut down <laughs> so i'm waiting to get that back okay so that answers that. 330,000 followers on there and i was so you know i followed the rules i you know, kept my page private. I, you know, tried not to follow too many people back. I was really, really good about everything and just poof, gone. So, and it's, it's infuriating because you see flat out nudity and, you know, things in celebrity pages that like, how is this allowed? And my page, which is private all by itself, not bothering anyone gets flagged. So that's very frustrating. And I, Instagram definitely has um, they play favorites. So 
that's tough. But Twitter has been, you know, shadow banning me and, you know, I've, I've, you know, lost followers or I have just stopped gaining followers. And that's been very frustrating as well, because that's like my, you know, that's another big platform for me that I have the most fun on. And I wasn't being seen for a long time. Yeah. I see, I see way worse things on Twitter. You see like with these wars going on and stuff, people being blown up. Twitter definitely, yeah. Twitter allows more um stuff so um it's definitely a you know there's a lot more you could do a lot more advertising if you're into like sex work and things like that um it allows for a lot more which i think is nice um but i don't know what instagram's deal is they're like they they definitely play favorites yeah so what's your what's your progress with that then? I've talked to someone that was in a similar situation to you before. With I've Instagram had no as well. progress. You I was able to submit contact my info. There's nobody. Who do you? There's you can't. There's no like customer service number or anything. You just submit your info when they ask for mm -hmm. it, and they say it'll take a day or two. Well, it's been two months. And they're still reviewing it. So yeah. We'll and what see. did the initial what did the initial um, email say then? I guess that your account was gone. I had to, um, you know, prove that I was operating the account, you know, and it wasn't, um, you know, somebody else. So I had to show like my identity and, and things like that. I had to hold like a little specific sign. He was, you know, very specific. So we'll see. Did your friend get her mm -hmm. page back? Mm -hmm. As I said, I actually don't know. I will follow that up though. <laughs> I will follow that up. I know a lot of people that I've had on from this well, some of these industries will say their pages seem to go and then they seem to just start a new one. So I'd imagine it is difficult to get it back. Yeah, I I don't have the energy to uh, start a new page after that. <laughs> 300,000 followers is a big loss. Yeah. So I'm, I'll have to yeah. you know, cut my losses. Yeah. So when we're talking about hundreds of thousands of followers on mm -hmm. various different platforms on the internet, have you ever been in a situation where like you've been out in public and somebody that you don't know comes up to you and says, Hey, I recognize you from, has that happened? Yeah. It's only happened to me, you know, like two or three times. Um, you know, someone recognized me at a golf outing and someone recognized me in Atlantic city, uh, in the casino. Um, you know, they'll just be like, Oh, I'm a big fan. Um, always very discreet. Um, nothing crazy, you know, or someone will message me and say, yeah. Hey, I, I think I saw you in, you know, um, uh, at Exotica or something. And I'm like, oh, that was me. You could have come say hi. But, you know, I haven't thankfully run into anyone that was disrespectful or, you know, cross any boundaries or anything. Everyone's always been just really cool. Yeah. Is it kind of blow your mind a little bit? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Even when people message me on Twitter, they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you answered me back. You're famous. And I'm like, I don't think Twitter counts, but thank you. Yeah. And of course, like I did see on your Twitter page that if you, if you do follow you, you can send a message and you will write back to people as well. So that would be, yeah. That's yeah. Nice I mean, not immediately, know. but I definitely do check them. Yeah. I try to. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else? Is there anything else that you have planned, whether it be, do you, do you ever want to see yourself going into the, we'll say the adult entertainment industry on a professional level as in studios um, and things like that. Is that something you could ever see happen? You know, if the right opportunity came around, you know, I, I would definitely consider it, but it's certainly not something that's 
you know, I'd rather go into acting if I had a choice than, than, you know, unless Brazzers called me and then I'm, I'd be all over it, but. <laughs> that was, that was, that was going to be my next question, not Brazzers, yeah. but actually just general <laughs> acting. So that's, that's something that interests you as well. Well, I'm very comfortable, you know, being interviewed. I'm very comfortable, you know, in front of people and speaking. So, you know, I certainly wouldn't mind doing something, you know, more in the public eye and more in entertainment, but it's not my background. So I, I don't, I'm not pursuing it. So unless it falls into my lap, I don't know how that would work. <laughs> yeah. So if, if I was to say to you now, we'll look 12 months down the line, kind of what are your goals with the kind of, with the online world? Where do you want to be? Or is there any, you do you know, set yourself just, goals? I always find even on this podcast, setting yourself yeah, goals is good. I just, um, I'm just kind of going along and having a good time and just, you know, seeing where my creativity leads me and what I, I really don't have a, an end game or a next step. Um, it's just kind of seeing where it's going. I do have a goal to kind of get back into posting more on YouTube and finding more creative ways to, you know, share my life. Um, but I'm just having fun. I try not to take it all too seriously. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You've a good personality. Anyway, I can tell by that, that you just kind of live your life and just go with the flow. Thank you. Where, where can people find you across the social medias that aren't banned? <laughs> um, you definitely, you know, start with my Twitter. It's super easy to find. It's W-H-A-T-E-V-A-H underscore A-M-Y. And from there, you can find me all over, um, you know, but drop a message. I'm happy to send you a link if you want to check out my YouTube um, or anything else. And, you know, just say hi. Yep, and I'll put I'll put all the links I can underneath this video here. And Thank thanks a million, you. Amy. It was a pleasure talking to you today. You too. Thanks so much for having me. No problem at all.